What's up, what's up, everybody? Today is January 16th on a Saturday. How's everybody doing? You are listening to The Del C Show, and I'm your host, Del C. This is going to be a very, very short show today, um, but I had to, to pay respects to someone that had a dream that risked his life so that you and I could have the rights to do what everybody else does. And nothing should stop you doing that just because of the color of your skin. But today we still live in a world where there is segregation, where there still is racism, where there still is, we're still fighting for equal opportunities. We're dealing with police brutality, dealing with discrimination amongst a lot of other things so today I'm going to do this this little show this small show and Monday I'm going to do a bigger show on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. yesterday was officially his birthday but we're going to celebrate it Monday and Monday I have a bigger show, and um, I'm going to talk more about Martin Luther King and his legacy and how he would feel on some of the things that are going on in the world still today. How would he feel about Capitol Hill? How would he feel about the president, this current president that will, you know, he's soon leaving. In the first to ever be impeached twice. I don't really understand why anybody would want to vote for this man, black, white, whatever color you are, because Trump only cares about Trump. But this show is not about Trump. This show is based on a man that had a dream that everyone will be united. Everyone will be together he would be very disappointed knowing that his that his um, dream is nothing but a nightmare. He knew that he only had so long to live on this earth. He knew that. So he knew that he had to do God's will and he knew that he had to do the right thing. What he was planning to do before his assassination was um, do some great things for the communities, for the black communities. And they didn't like that, so they had to take him out. He had a lot of other plans. He left us in 1968. But I'm going to get more into that in the next show. But let me go back right now, and um, I'll be right back in a, in a minute. But um, yes, I'm, I'm going to close the show soon, as I said. Today, I'm, I'm trying not to mourn the loss of Dr. King. 
but I'm trying to more or less celebrate the life of King. But it's hard to do that because his life was taken so young, so young. Um, He had so much more to do. But you know the powers that be wanted to take him out because they knew that he was about to make change. And although things are better, we still have a long, long, long way to go in 2021 where we see white privileged men and women and some of us, very little of us, go to Capitol Hill and do what they did. And at the end, four people died. But that was America's doing because America has been this way since the beginning. And these are the things that Martin Luther King and a lot of other civil rights leaders fought for. He did not do it alone. But he was there. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. And we and they did not go there to create any problems. They went there for our freedom, for our equality, for our justice. We didn't go there tearing down the White House, tearing down Capitol. We didn't go, no, no, no. We did not go there for that. And that is not our mission even today. But because of the likes of Martin Luther King and other freedom, freedom, civil rights leaders as itself, we were able to pass laws through the same thing some of, some of us are doing right now. See, we're not just marching. We're marching for freedom and justice and equality. And we're going right into, into the Oval House, right into Capitol Hill, demanding that we get that. But we are not tearing down buildings. We are tearing, tearing down walls in another way, in a mental way, not in a physical way. See, that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. See, Martin Luther King had a dream. He had a dream. He wanted us to all be together as one, even though, you know, other people had different views. He might have had doubts, but he believed in God. He moved, he moved as God told him to move. Even as a child, because his father was a minister, he learned that. And by the way, which a lot of us don't know, they also killed his mother on top of that. So the King's family went through a lot. And I'm going to talk more about that. I'm trying to get into the celebration of what a great man Martin Luther King was. What a great man he was. He sacrificed his life for our freedom. For his family's freedom. So that we can be uh, treated equally. But still, into this day, we are still wanting the same thing. And I know he'd probably be turning over in his grave right now. He would be very sad to see that his dream 
is still a long way from coming true. If he's seen what happened to George Floyd, he would be very heartbroken. If he's seen what happened to Breonna Taylor, he'd be disappointed. If he's seen what happened to Sandra Bland, he would be disappointed. He would definitely be disappointed to see a man that's not even, even a police take out a young kid by the name of Trayvon Martin to see a boy that's playing with playing as kids as boys do with guns to be taken out by a cop instead of finding out what's really going on seeing that that's a boy see these are the dreams that Martin Luther King had and those dreams are tarnishing because of people like Trump People like the KKK that existed back then, the white supremacy, those are the people. What happened to Emmy Till and the fact that that woman is still living and the only thing she can say is she's sorry. You should be sorry because you're sorry. But this is my King's Day that is no longer with us because they wanted to take him out. He'd be celebrating his birthday if he was still alive today. He'd be celebrating his wife is gone. Coretta Scott King has left us many years ago. See, you have to, you have, he had a powerful woman fighting beside him too and believed that, you know, there were, there were rumors and there were things that happened that let you know that yes he is a man he made mistakes but he tried to make them right and he tried to fix this torn broken country but he did not do it alone as I said he had people that believed in his dream that marched beside him some were white some were Hispanic some were Asian and our black brothers and sisters side by side as we should be now with all the killings that's going on in the hood with all the killings that's going on in the neighborhood between amongst us and then we have police brutality we still have the racism we still were not being treated fairly as we should Capitol Hill was just an example of how this country treats us first how they treat them Martin Luther King would be disappointed. He'd be very disappointed in what has come of this country. I will be right back after this.
This is the Del C, the Del C show, and I'm your host, Del C. Stevie Wonder is an amazing artist, right? He is a credible artist from a young child. He came into Motown on the scene. But there is, was something else amazing about Stevie Wonder. He fought to make Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday a national holiday. Can you believe some of these states and cities did not want to make him a national holiday, but yet we can celebrate George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and all these other people. But a man that risked his life for the world, for the United States of or should I say the divided states of America and you didn't want to give this man a national holiday you took him out of this world like an animal like you were hunting you were shooting a wild animal but this was a man of many great things and you wanted him silent But see, someone like him, you cannot silence. His dream still lives in the heart of many of us that want peace, who want equality, who want justice for all, for all, not one, for all. His kids carry on that legacy as well. They didn't want to at first. They were angry especially one of them that stressed that, very angry at white people because they hated us so much. Not all, because as I told you, some were in the struggle. They knew that it wasn't right either. They wanted to make things right too because they realized it had gone on too far. It had gone on far enough These people just want to be considered equal because if we are all God's children, why shouldn't we be? But her mother, Coretta Scott King, said something to her daughter that made her look at things differently. Sometimes we have to forgive people so that we can move on so that we can move on with our life. You're not doing it for so much for them, you're doing it for yourself. I have to forgive you to move on with my life. And then it was told that the guy that we thought murdered King did not murder King. It was someone else. Now, whether that's true or not, the fact of the matter is King was assassinated. And we want answers. We still want answers. So was the government behind that? Absolutely. I mean, these are the same people that took out two of the Kennedys. 
They did not want change. They wanted things to stay the way they were. As Trump so willingly said, let's make America great again. Which America was never great. She had the potential to be great. But how can something be great that was stolen? Hmm? How could something great, something be great that was stolen? Before it was called America, it was called something else. They made it America. What is the meaning of America? We came here as slaves. We never, and then when we made a way, y'all didn't like that. Y'all hated that, that we found a way because you didn't give it to us. You left us out to dry. You, you gave us rules. You told us that you can't drink from this fountain. This is whites only. Here's for the colored. You already segregated us. You already separated us as if we were some other type of species, like we were other, you know, like we were something else other than a human being. But yet you were the savages. You were the ones that did what you did in this country. But you look at us as animals and show the prime example who you are. And if people can't see that, it's a shame because some people can't. I've heard things that Black Lives Matter are terrorist groups. I heard all of that. So I guess the civil rights leaders, they were terrorists too, right? Because it's basically the same thing. Now, they need a little more guidance to do this. They need somebody like Al Sharpton to teach them. They need somebody, they need some of the older leaders that were around. Yes, even Jesse Jackson, because he was there when King got killed. When he got assassinated, he was there. He was supposed to step it up. They were supposed to step it up and carry on that legacy. Not saying that Al Sharpton didn't do his thing. Not saying that Jesse Jackson, but they, but Jesse Jackson could have done more. He could have done more. Al Sharpton got criticized from some of us in the black communities because whatever reason, I was too young to like really, really pay attention to everything he was doing. But I paid attention as I got older. Would King really would have wanted this? Would any of the other uh, civil rights leaders would have wanted this? The path that we were going in. Because there's only so much the victim can do. A victim can't fight alone. They need allies. They need help. We needed more help to pass these laws. See, if the white man and the white women step up and said, this has gone on too far. We got to change these laws. We got to change these. But it wasn't enough of them doing it. It wasn't enough. Now, I can get on here and I can... Read the research, which I'm going to do. I'm going to go over all that Monday on where King came from, when he was born, all that. But today I just want to give, I just want to speak on what this man meant to me growing up.
This was the first black man that we were taught about in school. And it broke my heart because how can somebody that want to do such good, everybody wants to take out like if he was doing something bad. So yes, we celebrate his life, but we also celebrate his legacy. We also take a look back at the man, his dream, what he wanted for this world. He knew that he wasn't going to live forever when he gave his last speech that we heard. We knew that. I'll be back, y'all. I'll be back to close the show. Yeah, as always, keep it locked. This is a protest and a struggle against racism and injustice. And this is what we are working to eliminate in our organization and in our total struggle. I would also like to commend the outstanding athletes who have the courage and the kind of determination to make it clear that they will not participate in the 1968 Olympics in Mexico City unless something is done about these terrible problems, these terrible evils and injustices. Freedom always demands sacrifice. Though the civil rights leaders, for various reasons, refuse or can't take a stand or have to go along with the administration, that's their business. But I must say tonight that I know that justice is indivisible. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We will be able to emerge from the bleak and desolate midnight of man's inhumanity to man to the bright and glittering daybreak of freedom and justice. They go talking about these little uh, levels of progress that we see here and there, and they say, you know, you've made great progress. Aren't you satisfied? No, we are not satisfied. We will not be satisfied. As long as Negro boys and Negro girls are forced to live life without dignity and without respect, we will not be satisfied. No. I come here tonight and plead with you. Believe in yourself and believe that you're somebody. As I said to a group last night, nobody else can do this for us. No document can do this for us. No Lincolnian Emancipation Proclamation can do this for us. No Kennesonian or Johnsonian Civil Rights Bill can do this for us. If the Negro is to be free, he must move down into the inner resources of his own soul and sign with a pen and ink of self-assertive manhood his own Emancipation Proclamation. Don't let anybody 
take your manhood. Be proud of our heritage. As somebody said earlier tonight, we don't have anything to be ashamed of. Somebody told a lie one day. They couched it in language. They made everything black, ugly, and evil. Look in your dictionary and see the synonyms of the word black. It's always something degrading and low and sinister. Look at the word white. It's always something pure, high, and clean. But I want to get the language right tonight. I want to get the language so right that everybody here will cry out, Yes, I'm black. I'm proud of it. I'm black and beautiful.
means that I can hear the God of history saying, that was not enough. But I was hungry, and you fed me not. I'm back, y'all. I'm back. You are tuned into the Del C show, and I'm your host, Del C. I wish that I can smile. I wish that I can laugh. But I'm very sad. I'm very sad. Yes, we celebrate the man who had a dream. We celebrate the man that, as I keep saying, that risked his life to make sure that we'll see a better world. But in the words of Syeda Garrett and Michael Jackson, if you want to make the world a better place, we'll take a look at yourself and then make that change. That is a beautiful song that Syeda Garrett wrote for Michael Jackson called Man in the Mirror. We've come a long way, but we still got so far to go, and it is so sad. So sad. This man died. He was killed because he wanted this world to be a better place. I don't need to repeat the I have a dream speech. We've heard it a million times. I had to play that. I had to, you know, every time I hear that speech, I cry because it's so powerful and it's moving and he meant every word that he said. There was a song that we used to sing in school. I can't remember the whole thing because it was like, it was kind of in that whole twinkle, twinkle little star was Dr. Martin Luther King was a man who had a dream and whatever else. I can't remember everything. But um, as I said, at a very early age, we were taught about Martin Luther King. They didn't want to teach us about Malcolm X because to them, Malcolm X, they almost looked at him as a terrorist. Isn't that funny? Because America is the biggest terrorist in the world. I'm sorry. This, that, if you thought this was going to be a pleasant show, then you're mistaken. But I do appreciate, I appreciate everything that this man has done for us and all the other civil rights leaders, their names are not told. See, in order, it takes a village, right? Back in back in those days, when my brothers and sisters used to really come together, I mean, there was always, you know, he got stabbed from a black woman in the heart. Well, almost close to the heart. If he would have breathed, that would have been it. 
guess who he received a touching letter from? A young white, a young white girl. A touching letter from a young white girl after being stabbed from a black woman. So like I said, everybody this your same skin ain't your kin. But this young white girl, young white girl wrote to King and basically said, I'm glad you didn't breathe if that would have been what took your life out. Now, I'm not saying in the words she said it in, but basically that's what she was trying to say. We wouldn't have heard the I have a dream speech if he was taken out that quick. Why did this black woman stab King? I have no idea. Were you scared of change as well? Because some of us are scared of change too. He's going to cause problems. We like the way things are. You really like the way things are? Why we're being treated like second class citizens? When we were dragged to this land, dragged to this country, because the country was already stolen. They stole that land from the Indians. And now they bring us here to be their slaves because they didn't want to do the work. We are the originators, the original born man. But see, y'all probably ain't going to want to hear this show, some of y'all, because you're expecting me to say all these great things. But see, I cannot talk about the greatness of King without talking about the evilness of what y'all people done to us and what you even did to King. This is not a a normal birthday celebration. I thank King for everything that he's done for us. I thank all the civil rights leaders that risked their lives for us, man, woman, even child. Because there was a young Al Sharpton at one time preaching, getting ready to be the next leader. So I appreciate him too, even when some of y'all don't. I even appreciate Jesse Jackson, although I am a little disappointed in him in a lot of ways. And I thank Stevie Wonder and everybody that was behind making King's birthday a national holiday a national celebration, although some people did not want to celebrate it and some of us still got to go to work. But we should be, that should be the day that we're doing something constructive, something positive in the communities. That's including me, you, and everybody else. I'm going to wrap up this show now, but I will do another special on King. Everyone be safe, stay positive, And take care of yourself. And remember, always let your loved one know that you love them because tomorrow is not promised to no man, woman, or child. And I'm closing the show out, y'all. Peace. See y'all Monday.
Clear as he 